The views and opinion and comments on this episode of the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast do not necessarily reflect or represent the views and opinion by any law enforcement department or agency. Content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Now, glad that's out the way, so let's get the show started. Welcome one, welcome all to the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast, the only podcast made by law enforcement for law enforcement to express our thoughts, concerns, ideas, or hey, if you just want to bend something off your chest, you can do that too. Now hold on, wait a minute civilians, we haven't forgot about you, we have to work together on this one. We welcome you to listen in and like to hear from you. I'm not alone, I brought back up who's on this ride along with me. Officer Wadi. This is Holiday. And I'm Jules. It's going to be a great show, ladies and gentlemen. The Vanguards, we're rapping about why we joined the department. So without further ado, let's get it. It was popping, people. How y'all doing? Oh, we all good. We all good. Good. Bless. Bless. Okay, Officer Wadi, I hear you. You sound like you're relaxing over there. I am, as always. <laughs> Uh-oh, Holiday. How you living? How you living, Cat Daddy? I'm living good, you know, enjoying the moment, a day at a time. Okay. You got any beverage over there? Yeah, I got some good stuff over here. <laughs> yeah, some good stuff. You know, when you, when, you, when you feel good, you play good, play good, you drink good. You know? Okay. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, listen, man, this is our very first episode. So, man, I this is this is awesome right here, I you know. It's it's an honor and a privilege of doing this and also doing this with you guys and also giving out some good information for people to listen to and you know just you know just 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 get just get fed off of. So man, this is this is gonna be a good season. All right, so hey, let's let's get into the show. Uh, anybody got any um any funny stories um about being out there in the streets? Any funny uh, situations or or anything like that? Like me, for instance, I went to a call. Somebody's, uh, I talked to a complainant when a press charge on the individual. So the individual said, you know, they complained said the individual's over there, the subject's around the corner at this, uh, at this little park, like a neighborhood park. And so we went there to place in, in custody because the person wanted to press charges. And she told me, <laughs> I told her to get up from the, she was underneath like the monkey bars or something like that. And I told her, come on, let's go. You know what I'm saying? You're under arrest. And she told me she's a, a third degree black belt and she's gonna whoop my ass. So oh. I started, so oh. I started, so I started, and plus she was wow. drunk. So I started laughing. I said, I gotta see this. <laughs> but, <laughs> wow. So I was like, oh yeah, okay, this is this is gonna be a good one. But long story short, we didn't need um the person just wanted her bad didn't want to press charges, want to, you know, didn't want to do the paperwork and stuff. I didn't blame him. And I was on the same page with him. And so, and then she ended up apologizing to me later on. So, so that was a funny story that I had for, for, for today. Oh, that, that, that's, that's nuts. That, that's, that's crazy. But real quick, since you brought that up and something did jump out at me, there was a call I went to a lady wanted her boyfriend out the house. She's intoxicated. He's drinking a little bit, but not as bad as her. So it was it was fire to get to 
she was just so intoxicated where she was screaming out her lungs, like, get him out, get him out. Give me a sergeant, y'all not doing your job. The gentleman that she wanted out stated, he said to us, me and my partner, she's going to come back for me. So there's no point in y'all being here. And I said, well, since we're here, since we got the call, all right, well, we have to do our job. If she wants you out, all right. So he said, fine. He left. I said, okay. She ended up calling the Sarge anyway. Sarge get there. She talks to the Sarge. I said, well, he's gone, Sarge. I don't know what else she wants. Whatever. Okay. Like she said, long story short, after everything was said and done, I told my partner, you know what? Can you take me to the gas station? You know, give me something to drink, some water or something. Mm-hmm. And show sure enough, in, in this red vehicle was this guy saying, hey, officer. I look, and who was the driver? Wow. <laughs> the, fe- the female. The female. <laughs> I said, yeah. only thing I said was I. <laughs> I right. said, I. Dude, it, you know what? It happens. It happens a lot. You know, they get into the heated, uh, 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 heated argument or whatever the case may be, and, and sometimes even putting hands on each other. But two hours, two hours later on, they back together. It's that stylistic. Mm-hmm. It's that stylistic song, "Make Up and Break Up," right there. It's it's yep. you know, and it's funny because that's a hit. Yeah, it's a hit. <laughs> so you know it's true. It's one of their hits, greatest. Yeah. Hits. So it's like so that's why half the time when I go on domestics, it's like, listen, why don't you guys let let somebody just take a walk, kind of calm things down and come back because right, you right. guys ain't you guys ain't going nowhere. So let's be honest. Mm-hmm. That's yep. fact. That's fact. So, what we're gonna talk about today? We're happening about uh, why do we join this department, Officer Wadi? How you feel? You ready yeah. to kick things off? What you got? I joined it because before coming onto the department, so I was in the process of completing my master's in clinical professional counseling. And the question that kept lingering was, uh, what population do you want to work with? Like trauma, people with disabilities, uh, elderly. So then I was like, the police department to me, at least this was just my perception. I'm like, the police department gets overlooked a lot. So I'm like, okay, uh, I want to do something with the police department. But then also this could be another act of social social justice because, um, you know, I'm in a social justice school and I can serve my community and a, you know, other officers and sharing the experiences with them, the same experiences with them. So it's not like somebody's trying to counsel them who has no idea what they've gone through. So that's what made me join. Oh, okay. Man, that's a, hey, that's good reason. Yeah. I ain't mad up? at you on that. Uh, why that's good reason there. I like that. Thank never you. knew that. Never knew that. Okay. So you went and get all this schooling and stuff and got all, hey, we really need you in that CIT program. Go out there and talk to them, talk to them kids and actually older folks too. Cause you got the, Thank you got you. them certain, certain tricks of the trade to kind of get them to fall in line a little bit. Uh, holiday. Hey man, why'd you join partner? Well, it's because the fact that when you out here on these streets, you know, people, they want to talk to people that can relate to them, you know, and you hear all, all this, uh, you know, cops are a spoon, you know, several spoons, spoon fed, they, 
came from other areas that don't understand. And with that, you know, you can't pull that with me because, you know, I live in a, you know, not the best area. Uh, the simple fact that we all know, we know the struggle. We know how hard it is to get somewhere. And, but you need someone to listen and be able to understand what they're saying. So I feel that I can connect to some of these people, I, I, the civilians. I believe that, you know, I can, I can understand what they're saying. And I'm able to talk to them. You know, um, I was told I have great people skills. Um, okay. Uh, I observe well. Um, you know, I make great decisions. I've never been a troublemaker. You know, as kids, we do dumb stuff, but not like, you know, you know something that haunts you or nothing like that. Uh, it's the simple fact that I felt that I can do some justice, you know, uh, change some stuff around, try to help civilians and police come together as one. Uh, That's good. So I said, why not? You know, I've been at my old job 14 years and I was really stuck. I couldn't really advance, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. So this was something, a new chapter, a new challenge for me, you know something where I can use my skills, whatever I can do to contribute for civilians and police and law enforcement to come together. That's why I feel like I'm a great candidate. I think this was it. This was my, my calling. Okay. And, 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 from, and on that, on what you just said, to piggyback what you said on, on being a calling, I, I feel police work should be a calling. It is a call. It's not yeah. for it's not for everybody. Yeah. You know? But everybody can, you know, a lot of people can get on a job that who doesn't belong, but it should be, and it is a calling. Because you're going out there serving and protecting the people of this community and they want the best. They want the best officers for the job. Now, if you if you're out there and your mind is not for serving and protecting or to misuse or to uh disrespect the badge and the oath then we don't need you and we don't want you because you're doing disservice not only for the community but for other brothers and sisters in law enforcement mm-hmm. so on why join pretty much holiday pretty much the same as you did growing up in, in the hood uh uh you know you see a lot and and hear a lot and they also have friends that's doing things and not not have to be doing a different paths or they went down the road uh went down to Right. And pretty much simple, simple fact is you want to you want to go out there and protect those who need to be protect, serve those who need to be served, lock people up who who need to be locked up. Simple as that. Yeah. Um, plus, we have an advantage, all three of us. Um, that's why we that's why you formed this podcast, Black and Blue. We're all African-Americans or black uh, uh, people, men and women who's on the job. Mm-hmm. So what product or what person to 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 serve and protect in the neighborhood and work in these neighborhoods than from people who grew up in these neighborhoods who can understand the, the people better? We have an advantage. Not saying that people from the suburbs or other from other neighborhoods and stuff can't, but we have a slightly above uh, advantage on on working in these streets and these communities, these high crime communities. It's that, too. Right. Right. So, so that's pretty much why, why I got on, and also to show that we're you know we're leaders, we're role models to go out there yeah. and have 
little kids and other people to see see us in action to see us being professional see us in uniform and and it gives them it inspires them and say hey if they can do it then i can do it too if not you know as a police officer but uh other in other professions right right you know so so that's the that's the main reason nothing no secret no secret so all right joe man all those was good reasons and stuff so let me talk to y'all about training in academy officer wadi and what you got what uh how was that training well how was that training like in the academy training was good for me the thing is it's like it was so different like it was different than what I expected it to be. Okay. Um, I feel like they get you pre- pre- prepared physically. They taught you all the information. Now, a lot, some people feel like, you know, the information that they gave us was just a whole bunch of like classwork. People were over it. My mindset is I don't think like that because my whole thing is me coming to this job. I never worked security in the past, so I can't say. You know what I'm saying? I had something similar to where I could kind of get the gist. I didn't get the gist. You know what I'm saying? I'm okay. new. I'm an officer. So I don't know the streets. I don't know the knowledge of the streets, how things work. Oh, wow. So I was all for the whatever, you know, the PowerPoints and stuff like that. It actually, I'm because I mean, I've, I've always liked school too. So it's not a problem for me when it comes to learning things that I don't know, you know. Um, so it was cool for me. Um, it was, uh, I liked learning off of, you know, some of the instructors there, the ones who are really adamant about newer officers growing into their own officers, you know, and the tactics that they take, that they taught us. So it was really cool. Um, and then you had like a couple of like, like a few, you know, well-rounded, like genuine, like supervisors and, you know, instructors that genuinely cared about you being groomed into a positive and morally sound officer, which was fine. But Uh on the flip side, what I do feel like is, what was missing is, you know, there's kind of like this tucking under the rug of like, when you see some recruits um, exemplifying like, or showing signs of corruptness in their behavior and their thinking, you know, the biases, the stereotypes, it's like, I feel like those things should have been addressed rather than addressing a whole class one time or just not addressing it at all. You know, just saying like, okay, we know we got to stay away from this person. It's like, it shouldn't be, it shouldn't be like that. It shouldn't be a stay away from this person. It should be that person needs to be held accountable. And if they cannot see the error in their ways and how that's going to negatively affect the community on the street, when they eventually go out to the street, they should not be on the street and they should not be be on the job. And that's why I feel like it stops. It should be stopped at the door. You know what I'm saying? This whole silent code thing should not be a thing. You know, it can't just be like, I'm on the job. And as long as I treat people nice and no, because I'm only one person, it should never be a hit or miss when it comes to what type of officer the community is going to get and interact with. You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying everything's going to be perfect. You know, it's one thing to make certain decisions based off nervousness or a lack of training or you know basically fear you know being fear motivated but it's another thing to intentionally and make the motive to do wrong by people because of your 
subjective biases. And I feel like when, as soon as somebody shows that, it should be immediately stopped at the door and they should be cut because that is the detriment to the community. So that's one thing I feel like they, they should have did in the academy where it's like, when you clearly see supervisors or instructors who caught on to certain behaviors, certain consistencies in behavior from certain recruits, they should have been pulled to the mm. side, addressed and analyzed if we should continue with this hiring process with this person because this is a real life job and the, the citizens' lives are at stake. You know what I'm saying? So we can't pick and choose whose lives we value and whose lives we don't. So that's just my one thing that I feel like the academy needs to improve on. Okay, so that's okay. So that's one of the the uh, okay the dislikes and what they can improve on. I mean, that's yes. a good, fair, fair point. If you see behaviors like, hey, wait a minute, this this right. this, this this guy, this officer right here might be some problems. We don't need. Right. If they can address this uh, situation right then and there, you won't have to worry about it in the long run. Hey, that's 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 a fair assessment. That's right. a fair assessment. I I, I get it. Uh oh, officer, officer Holiday. Hey man, what was that training like in the academy? And it was uh, all over. It was um, it was cool, you know. Um, it's a good base, you know. Tra- academy is you know the base of this career, so it introduced. It, it's the introduction on what you're going to see outside of the place. Um, um, so I feel like what Officer Watts Waddy was talking about. Um, you know, they did it like a military type format where yeah. one mess up, the whole team gets, mm-hmm. gets involved, you know, get punished. Yeah. Um, it, and it, it's tried, and, it, it, and that's what's supposed to uh, make you um, do better. It's a discipline. Like, I, I can't let my team down. So we have to be on the same page. Right. But uh, when it got to the point where we, I don't care what you do, what organization, what sports team you play sports. You know, you're always going to have that person that makes it hard for the team. But uh, at the end, and there's times you wish you can just like throw them yourself, but you can't. So, uh, but overall, it was cool. You know, they, they did the uh, presentations, the slides. Then we did scenarios on what it's going to be like out in the world. And with any job, I don't care what you do, you're not going to really learn, learn to get out in, you know, out in the field. Uh-huh. It's a, a, it's a base. It is an introduction. It'll show you, but it's nothing like actually being out there. And, and that's like any job. When you go to the job, you may have the, the paper, you may have the bachelor's and the master's, but you still going to need training. You right. still going to need that, that hands on. So I think they did a good job um, overall um, preparing us uh, for what we're going to be uh, dealing with for the 20 plus years of our lives. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's long. It's I mean, long, I mean, it's a long, a long, it's a long there, journey. Man. And, and, yeah. and it's, it's not like one of them jobs that's redundant. It's not like it's not, it's not like a job where it's routine. Right. Like, oh, at this time, this is going to happen. At right. this time, you're going to take your lunch. Right, dude, you hit time, it. Right? You hit it on the head on that one. Yeah, because so, nothing is nothing's the same. So <laughs> it it teaches you to to work through your anxiety because we never know. You can have the best day in your life, and in your last hours of the tour can be the worst. Mm-hmm. So 
I think they did a overall for the time we was in there. Um, I think overall they did a great job, you know. Okay. What 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 is dislikes? I know Wadi said far as you know, the instructors need if there's somebody goofing off that can be a a, a problem, a problem child, they need to address it right then and there. What what are one of your uh dislikes about it? Dislikes, I feel the same way. Um, since I can't put hands on them, uh, at least at least the instructors should be able to pull that one individual to the side. Uh-huh. Um, that's one. Um, let me see. Another dislike. Uh, for the most part, if there was, so that was my biggest one. Okay, that's my. My biggest one, because um, because there are people that out there that likes, you know, they call it the smoke. They like the exercise. <laughs> so because they like the exercise, I feel some people get the smoke on purpose. They want they want to mess up on person. They get smoke. Yeah. <laughs> now the whole team have to do it. Uh uh-uh, uh. No 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 no. Now you got those that. You know, they like to preserve their stuff. You know what I'm saying? You can do it when you need to. You know, um, that's pretty much, that was pretty, okay. if anything, that was the one. Okay. You know, that that was the one. Okay. So I yeah. know I got, uh, I know I got a lot more time, you know what I'm saying, a lot more time than you guys on. So when I have to think back now, now with the academy for me, as far as the training, like, the training was it was a you talking about a crash course you guys know man they everything at you at once your head is just spinning as soon as you're mm-hmm. there yeah it's about time for you to graduate man you're always on the go you're running you're doing this yeah um yeah you have to report at this time or this time the next day you have to do uh details. all right Right, man right. i mean yeah you remind you you reminded me now you're just <laughs> jumping and then and and people don't know this who's not on the job. Once you get in the camp, it's like school because you gotta learn law, you know, because you gotta know this laws, you gotta know what's what statues and codes and and what people are being arrested for, what's a complainant, what's a uh-huh. victim, what's a offender, what's aggravated, what's simple, you know, it's it's a uh-huh. lot of detail to go into it. And we gotta be trained on cuffing people how to use the baton how to use a taser how to use a gun the use of force it is a lot of things that is going on a lot of information when yeah. that's why you're in there for six months and you're not in there just just partying you're working so i feel the academy trains you for the streets as far as the book smarts and how to you know they tell you the right way yeah, how to put those cups on i agree yeah they tell you how to put them cups on but let's be honest do acting up, do the female acting up out there. She ain't gonna be, hey, yeah, miss or sir, put your put your hands on uh 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 to the back of you with your thumbs facing down. No, right. if, he, if he ain't get if he don't want to want to go to jail, you gotta put them things on the best way you can. So, mm-hmm. so the thing is, they get you ready for the streets, as far as the do's and don'ts, the laws and stuff like that. But when you yeah. out there on the streets, then that's when you that's when that it's that. yeah, mm-hmm. that's when that real learning. Yeah. Uh huh. You know the uh, <laughs> so you know everybody know this saying off training day when Denzel told told Jake he said, "Hey, I'm learning that stuff from the academy. Get you killed." He wasn't playing when he said that. Now, 
Yeah. In some instances, he wasn't playing. So, but it's just when no when when to use and when not to use and stuff like that. Uh, for me, for what to me, what I do not like about the academy, I hate it. I hate it when you had to walk on the right side of the hallway. Oh God! Right. <laughs> yeah, I, right. Just, I never understood the purpose. I just hate it. Right. I I couldn't wait to graduate so I can go back and I can just walk on the left or in the middle. Yeah, <laughs> you get the good morning, sir. Yeah, I, it was just everything, like you said, uh, holiday. Everything is because it, it is a semi-military type uh, atmosphere in the academy. So mm-hmm. you're, you're walking around, good morning, sir, saluting, and everybody's in uniform, and you get the flag details, and and it's mm-hmm. it's they'll discipline you now. You get yeah. but it teaches you unity because when you're out there in the streets, you you only pressure the people you can rely on is your co-workers, the, the lieutenants, yep. sergeants and stuff. So it, it's a reason for that. But man, I hate walking on that right side of the hallway. And then <laughs> if you walk on the left, you get in trouble. You have to do lean and rest. So like, oh, right. man. So, so yeah. So we talk about the dislikes. All right. What about, what do we like about the academy? Oh, uh, Wadi, Wadi, what you like about the academy? I just like the fact that overall, I can objectively say they taught you what you needed to know. Like they, because everybody says, even the uh, supervisors, they say the academy is here to teach you the basics of what you need to learn for the street, which makes sense because, you know, you get out on the street and they're just asking you, like, you know, you got field training officers that's asking you, like, okay, where do you go to start this case report? And it's like, you shouldn't be clicking on department directors. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should know right, right. based off the training that they, showed you in class over and over again that people didn't want to stay up for people didn't want to listen to and then it's like when you get out on the street all you had to do from for your first beginning steps was pay attention to the basic skills that would talk to you so you know that's what i liked about it um definitely if you needed help i like the fact that we had uh at least two of the most competent field training officers instructors in the academy to where even if you didn't have their course that day you can go to their office hours and ask them for like scenarios so you can practice and get in the habit and they were more always more than welcome to help you because they just like to see recruit actually the initiative to actually learn what they need to know okay yeah and you know what that's one thing that's good about there's a lot of plenty of people there to help you out and they and they have all everybody have a lot of people have a uh, open door policy right so, yeah so it's not i remember being in the academy and they were saying hey if you if you feel like you're you're loose because we have to take quizzes and i think right. it's six of them throughout the six months of you're there right. and right. you gotta remain you gotta retain a 70 70 percent average uh and they tell you if you feel like if you uh failing you know come to them they'll help you out i remember them being very open and, and helpful in that way and stuff uh oh officer uh holiday what you like about the academy, man? Uh, let's go with you know what they do help you a lot. The instructors they do uh help you a lot. I do uh like that. I like the fact that, like you said, it's so much, so much stuff to learn in this time frame where they don't want to see you fail. Um, like from handcuffing, practicing on handcuffing. Um, mm-hmm. the drills we did. If people knew how many times we had to unholster this weapon and put oh, it back, man. unholster this weapon and put it back, unholster this weapon to the point 
it's just it flows right tasers over here all right tasers over here it, it's just it's just you keep practicing 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 uh you know i we do appreciate that the uh scenarios um they tell you they'll let you do what you do they let you do it your way and then they uh correct you they uh train you on what you should have done next time do this and then and it sticks with you um stuff to help you remember things they they share their knowledges with you uh you know and there's like you said there's so much stuff in the academy we had to go through people don't understand the, the driving school you think it's all oh, right yeah fun. Yep. it's fun it's fun but it ain't fun when you get to call out north south east west right way they're going drive it's, through the right home. your locations you know, right the locations the locations something yep. so simple and it's like, oh, he's going westbound. Oh, now he's going northbound. Yeah. Right. And, and you gotta so, get you gotta uh, and you gotta be right because you got officers listening to the radio and they going to the places you call them. So if you saying eastbound, but you're going west, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And if you're in a if you're in a fight, that's a big difference. That's and you know, they teach you, you know, and they it's and they drill it in your head until you get it right. So I, I appreciate that. Um even even with TTU when we had to go in buildings, uh, uh, scenarios on how to uh, save a life. Uh, Lee Mark, that was that was fun. That was cool. The uh, law enforcement, medical, and uh, rescue training. You know, uh, oh, to okay. also we had to learn how to keep people. Uh, you know, keep their lives going if if they get injured. Right. You know. Yeah, Lee so Mark is good training. It's a lot of it's a lot of great training that. A, a regular person that's not on law enforcement doesn't do, you know, and it's good knowledge. You're learning laws, you're learning medical stuff, you're learning how to, your awareness is teaching your awareness. They, uh-huh. they taught how to observe. So it, 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 it's so much good stuff that happened in the academy. And, um, you know, I think, it, you know, it's, it's good work overall. It's just good work they did okay all right i think for me what i like about the academy hmm i want to say there's a lot of good stuff i like about it i would want to say maybe red man gear remember uh, guys red man gear where you where you gear up and you start fighting one-on-one or two-on-one or three-on-one oh. those were those were those were fun those were because we're not in there trying to hurt each other but you know but you're in there you 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 you're kind of going in but not but not 100%. And you just yeah. want to test yourself and see where you're at because uh, you're on the streets. That's the real deal. So while you're in there right. practicing and stuff, hey, all right, let's see what, what I can do with one-on-one, two-on-one, or even three-on-one. So that, right. that, was, that, was, that, was, that, was, that was pretty fun. Yeah, it was. All right, y'all. Now, I had, uh, I had training the other day. I had uh, officer wellness training a few days ago. And one of the one of the officers that was there was talking about she only had a couple years on and she was talking about when she joined the job, when she got on the department, one of her cousins in particular, a cool cousin at that, they grew up together, stopped talking to her all together. And I, after when, when we was on break, I had to ask her this. I was like, I asked, I said, so your, when when your cousin found out you was joining the job, she just stopped messing, 
mess with you, just stop talking to you. Communication said yes. I say, have you ever tried talking to her? She was saying she was just trying to give her a space and stuff. And and I said, I understood, I understand. I said, was this cousin? Was this cousin? Was she in the streets? Or was was she, you know, in, in in trouble with the law? Is there some type of reason why she just stopped messing with you? Like, you're like, no, she never been arrested before. She just felt that the the rhetoric and or well the stuff that was being on social media and stuff was going on talking about police and she wrote me in a bunch and just stopped communication so my i and i told her, i said listen you may have to you might have to talk to a police especially your cousin y'all was grew up together and y'all was cool so i i told her i said you got you might want to start initiate that conversation to to show like listen because i'm on a job doesn't mean I'm this or this and this should because she's know you. So she might be that spark to kind of bridge that gap, you know, mm-hmm. that piece between uh civilian and, and policing. Cause she have she got she have somebody in law enforcement that she can talk to about, hey, how about this and that? And I wish more people would do that, open up that communication and then vice versa. Right. And that way we can understand and know each other better instead of just reading the headline and say okay well all cops are are this and that and which is totally not the case it's matter of fact is a very small percentage maybe even one percent but that's another story so the question for you guys today is when you guys holiday i already know this but uh for for officer wadi joining the department was anybody in your family or friends kind of took a step back of the news you was you was joining the job the thing is like I have a, a family member who, who only one that didn't have a good, ex, had a terrible experience, I should say, back in the day. But even still, he's been supportive. Like, I'm praying for you every day. Came to okay. my star ceremony. Very, very supportive because he feels like, you know, he's saved. He knows God. I know God. So his whole thing is this life is about doing God's will. Whatever you do, you do it to the work of the Lord. That's all I care about. You know what I'm saying? Because even with that bad experience with the officer, whoever that officer was, didn't know God, didn't know his purpose. So he wasn't doing his work unto God. And that's why, you know what I'm saying? He was all over the place being a, in a, in a, you know, a terrible cop or whatever the case may be. So my whole thing was my family members, I thank God for them. They've all been supportive of me. The person, my, one of my relatives has been supportive of me since day one, always asked me how work was and praying for me and everything. Um, my friends, the same way I don't have, and I thank God, I don't have any friends that was just like, how dare you? I'm done. It was always like little jokes made like, Oh, look at miss officer, miss Watkins. You so little, but it's cool. You know, like, you know, just (laughs) hyping me up and, you know, I, I just never had any friends out of all my friends to say something negative about me joining the department. That's good. You know what I'm saying? And even... And even honestly, even after that George, that terrible George Floyd situation that took place last year with all the riots and stuff. And then you got some people taking it overboard whereas they're following whatever the media tells them to feel. I thank God all of my friends are level headed and like they never once felt like jazz. We're done. We're, we can't talk anymore because you're still a cop. And, you know, the police is this and the police is that literally during that whole summer my friends consistently checked on me and said jazz i'm just checking on you praying for you 
that everything's okay. You know, we love you. We're supporting you, this and this and that. We know you have nothing to do with what went on. You know what I'm saying? And like, even still, I still um, talk to them to this day. We'll have conversations and, and they'll tell me like, see, I knew it. I knew the police department is not what the media tried to make it out uh-huh. to be. You know, mm-hmm. many of them, they'll listen. I'll give them scenarios and it makes sense. They'll acknowledge if something makes sense to them. So I'm just like, I'm grateful for all my friends because all of them know how to be logical for the most part. You know what I'm saying? They all know how to think for themselves. So. Okay, good. Oh, that's good. Hey, 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 why do you, hey, that's, you know, you have a friend when, a true friend when they and they enjoy what when you enjoy so right and not hating on you or anything like that because i tell people like i was telling the young lady i was talking to at training i said mm-hmm. let's be honest it's it's, it's a job still i mean right. you we know who we are well the good ones yeah. know who we are before we join the, the join the department you know so right like i was explaining to a young lady i said her cousin need that she need to have that conversation with because she knows your heart right so that's just one who just closed-minded and a little ignorant on the fact that she she took what the world is telling them about police and and, and, and roping her cousin in and, and that was yeah that's unfair but i i'm pretty sure i hope you know things can work out with them but um right but uh holiday hey man what, what you got oh man i'm blessed i'm blessed to have the supporting cast that I have. Everywhere I went, everybody was proud. You know, everybody was proud. Uh, family, of course, they was proud. Um, friends, my whole job, you know, I've been there, like I said, I've been there 14 years when everybody, everybody, um, man, they was just so happy for me. So, cause they know they, they're getting a good guy. Uh-huh. You know, um, your, your work speaks for itself. And, and and many people at my old job hated I was leaving, but they knew it's for it was for something that somewhere else I was needed at. You know, they hated to see me go because of my work ethics, but they knew for sure that uh, they was getting somebody, you know, uh, great. But um, yeah, I had nothing, no negativity on my end. Um, again, it, uh. People prayed. Um, I was out there May 31st during the riot. And my phone, my phone was so hot. My battery on my phone was so hot because people was checking up on me. Text messages, Snapchat, Instagram, Facebook. Like they could have been, they could have been doing anything else in the world. But they stopped for the seconds, minutes to, to, to reach out to me even though I couldn't get to my phone because, you know, I was in riot gear, you know. Right, uh, right. Yeah, he was if, a, everybody yeah, know May 31st, go ahead and Google it. Yeah, you was in them <laughs> trenches. You was in them trenches, boy. Yeah, I was I was, I was, was out there. I was on that line. Uh, yeah, because... Uh, dodging, hey, dodging water and stones and eggs. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, how they, hey, I, I started, I was on furlough. I started to come out there and join you. For the ones who don't know, just listen in. Uh holiday we're brothers and stuff and then officer wadi we're, we're we're brothers and sisters in christ and stuff so this family right here so i'm definitely proud of both of them here likewise and uh likewise. uh far as it's so the same same here no no hating here everybody enjoyed when i joined the department nobody 
hey, 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 they said, like, oh, no, if we can see you. That That's you there. So nobody hated on me, which is good. So. So uh, just none but none but I don't even think it was a, I don't even think it was a shock. It was like, yeah, you fit that. That's what that's what you yeah. need to be doing out here. So so yeah. we see that it was like, yeah, oh, well, yeah, we see that it was just what took so long or whatever the case may be. Yeah. Um, all right, y'all. Knowing what you know now, you been on the streets, y'all seen and did some things. If you had to do it all over again, would you? Well, uh, 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 holiday, go holiday. Go ahead and take it, holiday. Yeah, I'll kick that one off. Uh, I was, I was still done it. Now the funny thing is, I said I, I wouldn't mind doing it at an earlier age. Okay. <laughs> you know, I will say that. Um, um, you know, same. You know, it, it's 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 the same jobs. You know, it's uh, I don't care what, how many years, what year. Is you still there to serve and protect? And um, you know, I don't mind helping people. And you said it best earlier. I don't mind helping those that needs help, the ones that genuinely needs help. That and and for those who is causing problems, uh, breaking the law, I have to do my job. You know, right? Um, I was always, always, even as a kid, observant. I was always an understanding person that knew how to speak to people. So it'll, it'll be the same results, you know. Um, like I said, yeah, I would, yeah, I wouldn't change nothing different. I just wish I, I was younger. I wish I started just early. Okay, I got you. Just, yeah. on, just jump on a little earlier. And nothing wrong with that. Uh, and also credit to uh, mom and dad for, for your upbringing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Shout outs to them because... Because <laughs> we you know, they, they was always disciplined. Hey, we seen when there's no discipline at home, boy. <laughs> you know, we it's a big see difference. it. There's a big we, difference. We see it, mama. You know, when we was coming up, the, the, Ooh, but our parents, our parents gave neighbors permission. Oh man, to, to, to tag us <laughs> if we do something. So, oh, man. but that's what, and now, but that's you know when it was acceptable. Now, right, right. Years, it, it, it wasn't, it wasn't, years, it got a little. Hey, let's talk facts. So, right, years, people got, so, now you can't touch nobody, right? It, it's right. not, it's, it's not like, uh, but you see know, the difference, yeah. It's not like you, you, you know, why you touch my kid or this and that, if no. you're out there doing both, oh. right? Yeah, nowadays it's different. No, right. your son did this and I, I tagged him, right? Hey, that's it. And, and guess what? You still getting it, you still getting another whooping when, when your parents when they get out. home. <laughs> when they shoot, you was worried the neighbor caught you, like, oh, oh <laughs> you knew what time right. it was. Goodbye, Sacred Genesis. Hey, we need it's to, about we, to get packed up. We need to get that that old school uh discipline, old school parent raising uh raising uh, yeah. back. Uh oh, no, uh, but. So, so officer, officer Wadi, Wadi, uh, what you got? Would you do it all over again? Um, honestly, uh oh, yes, and <laughs> I probably would have, I probably would have, a part of me, it's like I feel weird, like. A part of me feels like 
if I knew all the back then, if I knew all this stuff was going to take place and come out and happen the way it did, I probably would not have done it. No. Mm, okay. But the weird thing about it is, the weird thing about it is, I don't want to leave it oh. right now. Like, I love what I do. Okay. I'm just thinking, like, back then, as far as what my mindset was back then, how I analyze things, how I perceive things, I've grown a lot, you know what I'm saying? If I would have knew, like, all this anti-police rhetoric would have been, like, to what's to come, if I would have knew this back then, like, while I'm trying to go through the hiring process, I probably most likely wouldn't have done it. I probably would have went and did something else, you know what I'm Mm. saying? Or just probably spent more time focusing on counseling and then said maybe I'll take a shot at the police stuff later or I'll just say I'm gonna just do counseling and then still try to counsel officers and let that be it instead of just getting the actual experience on the force so most so no probably no I probably wouldn't do that over again but the weird part about it is right now I don't want to leave it though I I, like a part of me just I still love it since that I'm in it and I've got the experience I love it because I Uh think where that's coming from I think where it's coming from is before this job of course I was a civilian and I didn't grow up in the rough areas of Chicago but I grew up in the suburbs so it's like I didn't know what was out there and I didn't understand the life and the day in life of a cop Uh so again with the whole hiring process and you know even me taking the test and filling out the application. If I would have knew everything would have turned out the way it did being a cop, I wouldn't have done it all over again, no. But Mm. right now, where I'm at right now, I'm content with being a cop. Like I love my job. I I still love it. I love what I do. It's not a day where I feel like, oh, like, you know, people see me at night, you know, we greet each other and they're like, how are you? I'm like, I'm blessed. I'm glad to be here. Oh, you're weird. You're happy to be here? No, I'm not weird. I love what I do because I don't let this job define me. I put my character and my purpose into this job. I put my character in in my purpose into this job. I don't let this culture take over me because it's certain things I don't conform to. Like some people may perceive like when you're nice and when you're kind all the time, you smile all the time. They think they may think you have a hidden agenda, a hidden motive, like, oh, you're kissing up. And it's like, it's nothing for me to kiss up to because I don't want nothing from you. I don't want you to, you know, pull strings to get me promoted. I don't want to be a part of a tech team. I don't want that. I want anything, wherever God wants me to be, that's where I'm gonna be. That's why I, that's how I even got this job. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, and I don't want the easy way out. I don't want favoritism or nothing like that I want to work my way up rightfully you know what I'm saying so it's like my character it's like I'm gonna be who I am and it may be foreign to so many people on this job but I'm not changing it and that's why I can say I love what I do because I came on this job to be my own officer and not be the officer that people want me to be I didn't come on this job to be mean I didn't come on this job to be harsh to talk at citizens and treat them like they're animals I didn't come on this job for that I didn't so you know I love my job and I love what I do. So if I had to do it all over again, would I have done it? No. But mm. will I stay in it now? Absolutely, because 
I know what my mindset is. And it also, this job has also helped me with this experience. It's helped me to become even more objective than what I already was in my thinking. You know what I'm saying? Because imagine if I didn't have the experiences that I have now on this job, like I probably would be thinking the Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, but I'm not. So no, I guess I'm you just I, grateful for it. No, and that's and that's one thing I tell like the other new the new people that's coming on the job and stuff. Uh, the job is so big and so broad. You can you can be whatever officer you want to be. Right. You can be whatever officer you want to be, whatever you want to do, you can do it. I tell people to learn, learn the job first, then put yeah. your then put your put your own put your own style to it. That's the beauty right. about being a job. You can be the officer you want to be. Like, uh, like Wadi, you want to work for yours and stuff. You don't, right. want to, you don't want to go out there and be mean to people and this and that. It's cool. You're going to go a long way because over ha- the half of the battle is how, do, how you talk to people. That's over half the battle. It's simple. Mm-hmm. How you talk yeah. to people. Yeah. Now, if you want to go out there and be mean, you're going to have a, you're going to have a long, hard uh, career. Because let's be honest, yeah. in today's environment, these people are more aggressive, more bolder, and they're more in your face. So you're gonna be fighting for a long time, and that and is, and like, throughout the years it'll, it'll weigh on you. So right. And then it's like not even the ones, not even the ones who just want to fight. It's not even about you know I gotta oh well, I'm not scared of anybody. I don't have to be scared. You got right. people who move in silence and report you, and you can lose exactly your job. Right. And it's all right. the was room now. Hmm. No, exactly right. So, so if you're an officer and you're, and you're that way, yes, you can be that way. But there's consequences and repercussions for that. Absolutely. Uh, <clears throat> uh, would I do it again? Would I do it again, uh, Officer Wadi? What you talked about, how is how people in the media, certain people in the media, vilify the police officer and where the police at today, right now? I would never thought when I first started, when I first started this job, it was fun. It was fun. I have a little fun now, but back then when I started, it was, oh man, we was cop stars out there. <laughs> with that, with that being said, right now we are in it. The police officers who are in it, the men and women who are out there serving, protect are in it because they care about people and they want to serve. And they're still, let's be honest, the community need the police, the police department. Yeah. They need law enforcement. If we if we wasn't around, it'll be total anarchy out here. So uh-huh. the reason why we're still out there, we're still in the jungle, in the fight, in the arena because we want to be because there's people who need us. Simple as that. Mm-hmm. So and and let's and another thing, you know that check is pretty good too. It can be better, but it, it's still good. It pays the bill. So yeah, that's <laughs> with them benefits. Yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, it's a career. Yeah, yeah, it's a career. I mean, and, they, right. and let's be honest, you get paid well, you can, your, your step raises, you know, you get benefits, you get yeah. vacations, you get uh, uh, sick days and, you know, female officer get pregnant, get maternity leave. It's, it, it have a lot of perks, you know, even, so. Even with like CU time, like you could put in time off and you don't, necessarily, depending on like how many days you take, if I just want to put CU time in for a Friday night, I don't uh-huh. have to, tell, I don't have to explain why right. And right. Bad for it. right right you just put it in so let's be it's 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 a lot of a lot of advantages a lot of advantages being a law enforcement officer 
So let so last question. With that being said, what advice would you give someone who's interested in joining the police police department? Officer Wadi? What advice I would give them, the advice I would give them would be examine your character and see if you have sincere intentions on serving the public the right way. And if there's anything, any, you know, errors within yourself, any biases that you feel like you need to work to improve on and work on improving that. So whereas you are ready to go out there and authentically and transparently serve the community. That's what I, that's the advice I would give them because at, at the end of the day, it's all about being the officer you're called to be. You know, you gotta know your purpose. Uh-huh. And so, you know, it's not, don't let the department make you into a mean person. Don't let the department say, well, this is the culture of the department. You gotta talk like this. No, don't. And also, so don't change the way you talk. If you're nice, if you don't use profanity, don't feel like you have to. You don't. You don't have to change the way you are. As long as you're being professional, as long as you're abiding by the the department's policies and general orders and procedures, and you are, of course, being assertive and firm when you are talking to the community because that's necessary. But uh-huh. use your voice. Advocate for yourself. You're your own. You're your own advocate. You know what I'm saying? Defend yourself when needed, but don't change who you are. You do not need to conform to this department at all. Okay. All right. Holiday. Um, I will. I agree with Wadi. Uh, one hundred percent. Uh, be true to yourself. That's first. That's first and foremost. Be true to yourself. I say. Um, you know, stay in shape. Keep your mind sharp. Yes. Um, cause carrying all that equipment, <laughs> weight, it's some weight. Um, learn as much as you can, you know, about the job, study the craft. Um, also learn other cultures, you know, learn other cultures. Cause a lot of people's biased cause they don't understand the culture. Right. You're not familiar with this culture. So you think it's weird, but and vice versa, you know. But I feel the more you learn is the more you can understand and you know how to handle things better. Um, that, that would be my, for the most part, that would be my, my words for those who uh, would like to, you know, embark in this journey here. Okay. That's fair. I would say, uh, for me, what advice I would give somebody: just know your why. Just know your why. Why? Yes. Why? Why? Why you? Why you want to do it? And if your why, if your why match up to your heart, to your heart, to your mind and stuff, I mean, you'll you'll be good. Uh, everything else will fall in line. So your why, you know the why you want to do it, you good. And if your why, right. if your why is 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 powerful, where is to either help people or because I want to do it to better myself, support my family, or what the case may be, then by all means, go ahead and join because we need a lot of good men and women out there who wants wants to do it. With that being said, 
man, guys, Wadi, Holiday, this was a dope first episode. I think we it gave was. a lot of we gave yeah, a lot right. of people we gave a lot of people some insights about us on why we joined the department, the things we like and don't like, and advice, and and we gave them a little entertainment and stuff with it. Hey, I'd say this is a good one. Okay, folks, at the end of every show, we're gonna give a special shout out called the Blue Cape Award. The Blue Cape Award goes out to law enforcement officers and or civilians to acknowledge their heroism, contribution, bravery, legacy, and purpose. Holiday. Who's getting the award today? The Blue Cable Award goes to a civilian named John Blackman. John Blackman was a 38-year-old father of two. He worked to keep kids away from gangs in the Inglewood area after John himself had suffered some setbacks as a young man. Blackman worked as an electrical apprentice for Aldrich Electric. According to Don Finn, business manager of IBEW, Local 134 said, John was a avid listener who was ahead of many of his peers. He was a positive person and, and a hardworking electrician. John's life was robbed from him when he was shot and killed a few weeks ago. We on the Black and Blue Vanguard podcast wanted to highlight and acknowledge his work on steering others away from crime towards a better way to live. Mr. Blackman, your work will not die in vain. Thank you for that, uh, Officer Holiday. So people, check us out for now on Spotify. And again, feel free to send a comment, idea, thought, or if you just want to get something off your chest, hit us up at Black and Blue Vanguard Podcast at gmail.com. What is police brutality? Does it exist? Police brutality, a coin term that's been worked to death. It's run the gamut from physical brutality to rudeness, and it's a damaging term. When the police do something that's objectionable, call it what it is, rudeness, undue force, neglect of duty, or whatever, but not police brutality. It can't be defined. It's just a label that some factions of our society use to destroy public faith in constituted law and authority. 